0: Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Well, goodness gracious me, where the hell have I been? (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. It's not even Sunday anymore over here.
1: Yeah, it's definitely
0: Monday. <laughs> oh man, you gotta figure that, uh, let's see. I'm sure it's still Sunday over there in California, right? So, uh, I'm not that late. I'm just too early. But, so I don't waste any more time, we might as well get into it, because there's a lot of stuff happened this weekend, and damn, the weekend went by pretty quick, too. Ah, oh, well. Anyways, welcome to the GMS Show, here on K360 Radio. Hey J360 Legion, welcome to the J-Man Show here for episode 137. I'm your host, JM Brady, aka the J-Man himself. So let's get into it. Uh how have you all been lately? I hope well. Me and myself, tired as hell. <laughs> I don't know what y'all have been doing this weekend, but I've been going through the rigors, man. Seem like I haven't had a moment's peace. As I started, uh, working on some other projects as of late, and I'll tell you one thing, in addition to those and what I've been pulling at the day job lately, uh, I'm sure everything's gonna even out, I mean, I am trying to graduate and move on to bigger and better things. I'm not leaving J360 Productions behind, but you, you guys get it. Uh, it's just that I'm trying not to be so mundane anymore, I'm trying not to rely on certain jobs, so I'm stockpiling stuff here and looking at, uh... Where else I can go, because, man, they have gotten a lot more, Uh, stupider is not a word, but they are really stretching the bar when it comes to ineptitude over at my job place, because, you know, see, my position requires me to work near certain areas that have, like, that deal with not only electricity, but they also deal with grease, well, not grease. Uh no, no, no. That's that's my associate's area. Um see, the thing is where I work at <laughs> all of the pipes and stuff is connected to where the rotisserie man does his job with the with the you know, prepared foods and everything. And you see, for some reason the store I work for bought some new equipment, but they didn't hook it up right. <laughs> so, as they hook it up, the grease that comes from the chicken and everything Compiles up and goes into the main vat where all the pipes go. Now you see, the main vat and the main pipes cannot handle too much. In the way that the store sells all those chickens and everything, yeah, it all backfires and bubbles up. And you see, this time it bubbled up to the point where there was grease everywhere in the main main cooler room. Uh huh. And I don't mean like just like you know. Grease you can't see, that crap had skin on it. Like all that stuff just all over the place. And you see, I was also to cover some of the inventory in the back, and I was like, I'm not doing that nonsense today. See, for one thing, I do a lot of lifting, and as uh as I do that, sometimes it's easy to fall back there. But now it's a lot easier because you got grease and you got people working on top of grease. I said. Oh, oh, hell no. So the first thing I did was set up my PTO time and got the hell out. Oh, don't worry. I'd do it again, too. Because, see, even if it pisses off the managers, which I don't have a problem doing, (laughs) I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Because that just, like, I was, there is no way. You cannot pay me enough to go ahead and pretty much work around in Greece and marinate myself in Greece. I don't work in a greasy spoon. Now, I'm not saying those of you that, you know, don't work in a, those of you that work in a situation with that, you know, I'm not going to say that you guys, um, well, you people out there, (laughs) like that's even a better connotation that you people don't have it hard and that, you know, y'all don't want to work with grease either, but you see the thing is, it's a hazard, man, in so many ways, like I I can understand, you know, like some of y'all saying, well, you know, we got to clean our grease traps too, but you see these people here. They have no way of distributing or cleaning out the grease. And matter of fact, from what I heard after I left, some guy came in at 3 o'clock and they had him clean it. They didn't even get any outside help to do it. They were going to cover it up and everything. So I just look at that and I'm like, damn, thank God I'm practically a journalist, so I go ahead and take all the pictures I need because if somebody gives me crap about it, I'll be like, "Uh uh-huh, look at all this. And they're already marked date and ready because I, I just can't stand the way that day job is just falling apart. But I also know it's going in my back mirror because there's places for me to go. I just can't work there anymore. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to leave empty handed. It's time to stockpile all that money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but that's not my secret project, though. Matter of fact, my secret project is a secret. but you'll know this, it'll work with J360 TV and J360 Radio, but it's just something that you all are gonna have to look forward to um, this year. In addition to, I'm gonna go ahead and start up the PowerPlay series, because I got time, so I'm able to make that and use it up for what I have to use it for. And also, I got a lot of retro games, and the list of shame is still growing regarding these video games I have yet to finish. Matter of fact, Shinmu 3 is still sitting here looking at me. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna have to backpedal a little bit here. But luckily though, everything's delayed. Cause I really do want to play that Cyberpunk game when that comes out. I have big plans for that. Probably take one of these characters I have when I used to do RPG at one time. And go ahead and put him in the game. See where that goes. Among other things. You know what? I haven't heard anything from people that made Destiny. Is Destiny still a thing? No? Not? No? Not really? Oh, okay. (laughs) I'll tell you one thing. For all of its flaws, Destiny was a very ambitious project. And if they do come out with another one, I just hope it's a more complete game and that it doesn't take long to get the DLC content. And I also look at these uh, other things that are going on. The Evo list came out not too long ago, but how come Mortal Kombat 11 didn't make it? Is it because of the content? Is it because of all the grittiness and all the visceral that happens in that game? Because if so, remember, this is Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is not for lightweights. Mortal Kombat is not for people who can't handle the sight of blood. Because blood is in Mortal Kombat all over the place. Among other things. A long time has changed since for that franchise, though. I remember it went into some weird directions around the Deadly Alliance era. But after a while, it managed to come right back to form when, um, number nine came out. So, at the end of the day, you know, you just, you gotta say this. They're really missing out. But then again, then again, you know, you can have your own tournaments with Mortal Kombat. I know they usually do, right? So, I'm still not too sold on Joker being a DLC character because, uh, I mean like I know that you're able to utilize his killing and stuff, which is alright, but I don't know. Like the guest character stuff is just gets thrown to the wayside ever since they put the Jedi's in. Uh, you know, put the Jedi in and um Soul Calibur 4. Well, at least that's what I think. But you know, it is what it is. However, going back to it though, at least you still have uh Street Fighter V, you know, the game that keeps coming back with more and more <laughs> I mean, at least Tekken 7, you know, had its plan together, and like, when you downloaded that, uh, and I, I'd like to say that, well, no, there goes Sam's show, Sam show's on the list, so, yeah, yeah, I'm totally okay with it, it's just that, why would you leave off Mortal Kombat 11? Hmm, well, also, I need to go ahead and work on my skills a little bit so I can go to Evo, hmm. do some coverage over there sometime, because it seems like it's such a blast. And I also see that Microsoft is saying that Sony and Nintendo are not its main rivals anymore because of, let's see, its main rivals are Amazon and Google because of cloud computing. Is cloud computing really that great? No, no, no. Before some of y'all say, oh, where the hell have you been? No, no, seriously. I'm wondering if it is because, um... You know, like, I, I like it for its convenience, but I didn't think it was all about, I mean, is it really that good when it comes to gaming? Because I haven't, I haven't used it like that. I know that the Google Stradia is still out there somewhere, so, um, I don't know, because I know PS5 is coming along, and of course, you know, Phil Spencer is saying this because that's probably the future, maybe that's what he sees. But it's amazing to see, like, a console company talking so much trash, even though they're bringing up the rear for this one. Because a lot of people I know either were talking about PS4 or they're talking about Switch. And you see, I went for the Xbox because I miss playing Halo. So, and Gears of War. And then there's another one out there, too, um, that's on the Xbox that I miss playing. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, another one, right? And I can't even think of its name. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> I got too much to cover right now. God, what was that other franchise? It was definitely a, it was definitely an Xbox exclusive. But, well, either way, I already said um I already said Gears and Halo, so that should be enough. And speaking of which, Reach is on there, and I'm thinking that maybe I won't go to college tonight because I need some time to me. But then again, next week is President's Day, and I get that off, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just hold off a little bit on that. But I will be playing some Reach today, damn it. I will be. Gotta get back into the system a little bit. And know some of you all have been waiting for a few crossovers with the Power Play series, so might as well get started. And, um, let's see, what else? Did... Oh, okay. Oprah Winfrey tearly expresses emotion over Gail King controversy regarding, oh man, get out of here. You know, isn't it amazing, like, how we are where we are nowadays? The commentary and all this. Like, I'll be honest with you. When it comes to people like Oprah, I respect Oprah for what she's done in the field of media. But, you know, behind the scenes, I'm sure she's a giant a-hole. And I'm going to say the same thing about Gail King, because, see, Gail. Being the investigative journalist she is, the credible journalist she is, stumbled into a lot of crap. And I, and I'm telling you, she, she's pretty good when she's not trying to be controversial because she's sitting over here bringing up the rape allegations or the issues that Kanye West had. Not Kanye West. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I know I just threw that, in there it just to mess with me y'all but really it's messing with a legend we all know and love I mean Kobe Bryant Kobe Bryant had certain issues that happened right certain things but you gotta realize this right we can't get Kobe on these issues and not only that he so you know he settled a lot of them he's dead now he died him and his daughter, unfortunately, died in a helicopter accident. Not even in the ground yet. There's going to be a memorial that's going to happen this year. As a matter of fact, this month on the 24th. So, what, what is wrong people? You know what I'm saying? And it's, the wound is still fresh for a lot. And she's going to go ahead and talk about some of the dirty he did. And keep in mind, not all of us are clean. A lot of people have dirt. Every single one of us has a screwed up um, attribute about ourselves. And I'm not saying that it has to be rape particular. I'm, I'm talking about, like, you know, all sorts of other things. And how does she know that Kobe did some raping? You know what I'm saying? Once again, it's like when people went after Juaria for a few things. And then I realized, because I had a friend one time, and he was... Uh, of all his journalism, he decided to go after Juario. And I was like, why are you going after him? Well, Jay, it's because of what he did to his female fans and all the yada, yada, yada. He, he was a boo boo. I said, Hey, did you know that he's also dead? Did you know that there's no way you could get to him? I mean, we could go ahead and dig him up or something like that and you could go punch him in the face. But granted, he's probably not even, um, altogether composed. He's probably worm chow by now. But other than that, though, you're talking like you can actually do something about it. I mean, it's a little different when somebody is dead. But you see, the thing about Gail King is, Gail King, much like Wendy Williams and all sorts of other people out there, they instigate, they're looking for something, an angle to grab onto, and they're going to ride that horse until you realize that there is nothing to get out of it. And you see, some people say, "Oh, Jay, that's just journalism in general. That's just reporting." You know what I'm saying? It's it's not reporting when you are thinking you're judge, jury, and executioner. If you're doing alleged, you know, allegedly, you don't know. You're just telling a story, and the story she's telling is of a dead man who probably did some dirt back in the day that never came to fruition. You know what I'm saying? And because she's doing that and it's during a peak where Kobe was an icon, you know, of course you're going to get death threats. Of course you're going to get people chiming in saying, oh, you're just a glory hog. Oh, you're just doing all this other stuff. And now she has to walk around with security and all, and everybody's supposed to, you know, cry crocodile tears about that, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, like much like when Wendy Williams went through that dispute with her ex-husband, I didn't give a damn. I'm telling you that because, you know what? That woman tried to destroy Method Man's career. Or any other rapper's career. And she's still trying to do that stuff. You can see it on her daytime talk show. Still talking mess. When at the same time, if something like that happened, something high profile like that happened, I'd humble a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I would just, you know what? Shut up. Move on to something else for a little while. But you see, people nowadays don't understand that. Oh, no, 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 no. Even if you are wrong, you're still going to keep being wrong, right? That's not how you do it. It's amazing how mainstream journalism is. Especially when you don't have all the facts. I mean, if it's a continuing story, you know, what you run out of gas on, leave it at that. But keep your opinions to yourself. All that tabloid talk can wait for something else. That's not the way it's supposed to be. I mean, you're supposed to inform the populace. Not lie, deceive, and cheat them. That's why they don't believe in it now. Among other things. And I'm not including what 45 says. Stupid. Just stupid. I mean, at the end of the day, the only thing I really knew about Kobe's um, past on those issues is that the man was a leader of his team he worked with his squad, and he pretty much showed that he was going to make a legacy and still represented Philadelphia in some ways, just over in Los Angeles. And you see, over in Philly, we had Allen Iverson. So when that big matchup happened in 2001, I mean, things were okay, but I, I was hoping that um we would have won out on that. But you know, the thing is, is that the man has been dead. Mm, <laughs> dead to the point where people... You know, I don't know how they're going to do the funeral, because I said, uh, from what I heard, they couldn't recognize, well, they did recognize the body, but it was, no, oh, man, it was just a mess. But, you you know, he's not even in the ground. And then a lot of people are sitting there going about this wrong. But I've already mentioned that in a mini-bite not too long ago. Now, another thing that has happened today was, uh, well, yesterday, I should say, uh, was the Oscars. And I totally skipped out on it. Yep, I didn't care. Because you know why? Because there was more snubbery in this one. The way that the way that these award shows are, it just makes you think this, you know what? Like bad news bears, you know, you could take your Oscar and shove it. I don't really care at this point. You know, because um, as long as 1917 does well, wins a few, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like you look at it, it's like This is just nothing but posterity at best and at worst, you know, it's not best representing certain aspects of the movie industry. This is just people with money just saying, hey, let's waste more money. Let's go ahead and let's throw more and more shade to the prospective films out there, you know, at the end of the day. And they do it to themselves. Oh, this is our sick year without a host. Yeah, because you guys are full of crap. Nine times out of ten, ain't nobody want to work with y'all anymore. And as I say that, you know, even if I got a nomination, I don't think I'd actually go to the show. I'd probably just go ahead and just record my stuff ahead of time and just chill and wait for it to come in the mail, like a lot of things. Because I'd rather just work on the movies and stuff, after parties and all. You can have it. Don't really care. Don't have time for all that stupid stuff. However, if I get like Golden Globe, Humanitarian of the Year award, and all that other stuff, or a Webby. It might be a little different. Might be. I know a lot of people said, oh, well, the best way to stop the Oscars is to go ahead and start our own award shows. I'm like, hmm. Own award show, huh? That sounds like a pretty good idea. Write that down on my entrepreneurs list. (laughs) I wonder what a J360 award would be like. No, no, granted, you know, I already have the... The A Hole of the Year award and um, uh, also uh, Jackass of the Month. And then for like the Cyclone series, we always had like the Dead Crow, which by the way, I gotta go ahead and make one up for, um, let's see, I gotta make one up for the 49ers. Of course, my cousin will be mad at that because <laughs> she's a diehard fan. And the thing is, though, it's like I'll, I'll give them props. The 49ers have had like a You know, this season they had was amazing. I mean, especially compared to the last few seasons they had. That team really came together on its own this time. So you can't really disrespect the number twos that much. But you can a little bit. Throw shade, man. Throw shade. Oh, man. But, but, you know, like, it just, um, that Kobe Bryant thing really got on my nerves, folks. Especially when it's sitting there like Oprah on there crying crocodile tears. Oprah of all people. I mean, all it seems like she's doing lately is going after uh, African-American men. Have you noticed that? On anything. It's like, no, 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 no. Freeze. If you want to go ahead and talk about something, talk about something else. Talk about like, hey, you know, some of that money you could have used, you could have cleaned up Chicago, Illinois. You remember Chicago, the place where allegedly you love to be at. It's, It's amazing, man. Well, well, she started a school in South Africa. Yeah, she did. She did. I get it. She could have done a lot here. There's one thing I don't, you know, I can't stand. I can't stand certain people that will go ahead and defend these people without realizing that they kind of turn their back on a few things too. There's a lot too. It. It's a mess. Now, if I had Oprah's money, you best believe that Dover, Delaware would be booming. And other ways. Stuff to give back to the community. Would have been a rec center. Would have been a, a nice skating rink. Would have been an IMAX movie theater. Would have been a lot of different things around here. And it would have been something to support the filmmakers and the local artists out here. Instead of people being like, oh, we don't want, we don't want any of that to represent and all that. No, 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 no. You don't want it. You don't speak in You didn't want it. That's why you sit there being a giant a-hole now. And the good people at Dewey Beach, some of them anyway, uh, old retirees, have a problem with the party crowd over there every year. But at the same time, they also have meetings saying, gee, I wonder how we could have people come to our community. I wonder how we could have more, more people to to enjoy the, the, the surroundings here. Well, if you don't quit alienating them and annoying the hell out of them and let them be who they are because you're only young once, maybe just maybe you'll get that clientele you're so desperately reaching for and that's the funniest thing about being in this uh this state sometimes they want to do so much but they keep kicking themselves in the ass and that's why a lot of people in their 20s and 30s move out of here but you know i can say that for my i love delaware episode <laughs> Uh, and I've also noticed one more thing. It is Valentine's week, folks. And speaking of which, since I usually don't do the show on Mondays, and Wednesday will be the next uh, episode, pretty much, so this is technically a double special, you are um, getting a Valentine's-based episode again. Now, this time, because a lot of y'all need a little help, we're going back to boot camp. <laughs> and believe it or not, I'm not going to hold back on anything, so... For those of you out there that are really, really sensitive, that episode is not for you because we are going under the scaffolds. We're going to the roots. We're going to go ahead and break you down and rebuild you into something formidable. And the thing is, if you don't agree with my methods, that's fine, but you're still listening to my show, aren't you? Now, that means you do technically agree with my methods, so at the end of the day, that disclaimer has nothing to do with anything. Because it's true, y'all. I mean, at the end of the day, Valentine's Day is not the problem. And it probably might be a little bit more on the inside than you think, because um, you got to also remember, it's just a day. That's a day of free candy, love, and and all that stuff. Love's not the enemy. Go on and get it. Like, what, what's that song that uh, came off, of, See, some of y'all don't know about uh, Redbone, but you do know about Guardians of the Galaxy, so come and get your love. That's what it's all about. <laughs> and we going to feel it. Oh, man. And let's see. What else do I have on my itinerary? You know, I need to find another venue to do this stuff, well, at least for the J360 TV stuff, so I'll just put it on my list. And you should always keep a list if you are an entrepreneur like myself. I always keep on doing that. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, Kathleen Kennedy mentioned that there will be a, oh man, I'm not doing that one. You know what? Yeah, see, sometimes I can go ahead and shoot down certain stories on the show, cause um, you know, it seemed like it was good at the time, but you see, it's so easy to take pot shots at Kathleen Kennedy, cause she got the gator mouth problem. Like, every time she'll always mention, we don't have, we don't have novels, we don't have, uh, um, of comic books what we have is passionate writers and and great stories to tell look i love the mandalorian rise of skywalker not that bad i mean come on for, for the sequel trilogy we got it wasn't that bad you could tell it was kind of an a-pool in so many ways but the thing is it's like mm, it's all right but then everybody started digging up on uh, Trevorrow's notes and all this stuff and how it was going to be called Duel of Fates. and uh, Wow, I would have loved to have seen Duel of Fates, but you know it wasn't going to happen. It was too good. Any idea like that that's too good, it's not going to make it in this modern filmmaking. It'll make it in indie filmmaking to a point, but modern filmmaking sometimes... It, you know, representation means everything, right? So chances are, you know, you're not going to get that 100% creme de la creme film. You're not going to get that film that's beyond, above and beyond perfect, or it's going to get 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which, at the same time, stop depending on Rotten Tomatoes because it's a hive, a wretched hive. A lot of lying and shilling, and you you can tell who's um in whose pocket. And not only that, they probably AMC the damn movie. They're probably be sitting there saying this. Oh, who well, this is how I feel about it. Yeah, movie reviewing has really gone to the wayside. Uh, Not to some people who make decent reviews. Not to some people who do decent blogs. Plenty of you bloggers out there. Y'all are very good at what you do. But you got some that are shilling it out. And some that say, I don't know whether the movie was good or bad or not, but let me tell you how I feel about it. I feel this way. I feel that. I feel all the... F your feelings. I just want to know if I'm going to waste my money on this, and that it's going to be a good return on investment. Like, you know, personally, the Birds of Prey movie. Now, I, I've mentioned this before. I didn't care. You see what I'm saying? So, I didn't go see it. That doesn't mean that everybody else doesn't need to go see it, though. And a lot of people are sitting there saying, Oh, it made $33.3 million at the box office. It didn't take off like it was supposed to. Now, what was the projected gross of this film? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's not Batman, per se. It's in the Batman mytho, but I always wonder, like, what what exactly is the projected um, estimate of cost or growth in this movie? And then you got to realize that some of the trailers that came out, you know, they weren't bad, but at the same time, it's like... I don't, you know, I really don't know why that movie isn't doing as kick ass as it's supposed to on the first week. Maybe because a lot of people are not going to the movies right now, and maybe it should have came out during, um, you know, Valentine's weekend instead, because that's when a lot of people are taking their dates to the movies. Maybe it came out a little too premature. It'll probably make its money during the second weekend, because, you know, the first weekend, isn't always you know the best weekend even though that's the one that they really bank it on See, once again some of these institutions that surround us right they're built on that one principle they're built always on this one scenario and principle and when it doesn't work out oh man it's a flop oh it didn't do so hot. it didn't take off it just wasn't i mean the movie looks fun granted but you know i just don't care like there has been so many ways that they tried to work with the Birds of Prey franchise outside of the comic, and you see the comic's good, but when it comes to like the adaptations, they leave a little bit more to be desired. If you feel me, so I'm sitting there thinking this. I'm like, Nah, I just don't care. And then some somehow or some way, you know, it's not to take from the actresses or anybody on the movie who actually gave it that good college try. But, you know, some of them, it just didn't look like a unit. But at the end of the day, that movie still came out early. I mean, there's a chance that it could still recoup some of its funds, even globally. Domestically, who knows? But I like to say that it just came out, man. You know, just keep marketing, keep pushing, keep getting it out there so butts can come into the seat. And then you look and see, like, some of the reviewers out there, once again, put your feelings out the door. Tell me. Was the movie good? What happened in the movie? And if it's spoiler based, put it up there that's spoiler based. You know, because if it's not, then. Well, there you go. And you see, the same thing, I hope the same thing doesn't happen to Sonic's movie because I'm interested in seeing that. You know what I mean? Because it's something that appeals to me. This is like when I was a kid and I went with my dad to go see the Super Mario Bros. movie. Wasn't good by any means, but it was still funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, like really think about it. Like, the movie was so bad, it was good. But if you look at this Sonic movie, there's some fun in that. And he actually looks like himself. And it makes me want to play the games when I get time. (laughs) Like, all those days of playing Sega Genesis and not giving a damn about the world was just flooding back when I saw the trailer. Now, the first one, mind you. With the new trailer with the redesign and i'm glad they went back and he worked on it stuff like that. see that's that would needs to be done but you see i also wonder when tails and knuckles are going to show up and if this movie does hot maybe they'll be in the sequel it could be a sonic mania movie hey see see and i like how people are really recognizing those characters too because i think um Super Mario Land is supposed to be coming to Universal soon. And I think they're supposed to be doing a Super Mario Brothers movie. uh, Animated, by the way, from Illumination. So, (laughs) there's big hope yet. But I do need to go to Super Mario Land at least once. I would love it. Oh, man. But like I said, this this is stuff that appeals to me. See, the thing about Harley is, I don't know. when, When Harley came out on the series, I thought she was great. And then, like, fighting against her and Arkham Asylum, or all the Arkham games, to be honest with you, except for Arkham Origins. That was cool. But you see, the thing is, can she carry a movie on her own? Yeah, she can. But it's just amazing, like, I, you know, was it her movie or was it Birds of Praise movie? Some questions you gotta ask yourself. And, I mean, she really emancipated herself because she doesn't rely on anybody now. And that's cool. I like that they're taking that direction. However, it makes you wonder exactly where they're going to go with her now. Because is she just going to be, like, anti-heroing it up now? Like, what, what happens here? Because I think Joker's got a new girlfriend or a new sidekick now, and her name's Punchline. She was just uh, released onto the comics not too long ago. Now, I don't know how funny she is, but um, i have to read up on it. But I see like a lot of this stuff is, once again, you just have to keep marketing and selling even though that stuff's out there. And the second weekend can just be as equal to or more successful than the first weekend. And this is one of those kind of things that I look at movie making sometimes, and I'm just like, hey, maybe we just need to change structures a bit. Maybe. But will they do it? Probably not. But until then though, this is the J Men signing off. We are getting closer to that time. I hope you all take it easy. If you got any questions, you know, you can email me, J360 Productions at Outlook.com. And also, I'm working on the J360 Radio Live series, which will be coming in mid-March. So in case you all want to join in or anything, you know, email me let me know. Okay? But until then though, you all take it easy. Peace.